You're listening to the Weekly Windown. On today's episode, I highlight the PBR National Bull Riding Championships. We talk about the Grey Cup and binge watching shows. episode of the weekly wind down i'm brent and i'm joined alongside kelso and simon hey hello how are you guys doing this week doing all right yeah doing, doing pretty right. good actually uh it's nice out uh, it's not like frigid cold yet and uh haven't yelled at any drivers lately so doing oh, that's good. really good for especially being winter around here yeah oh yeah it's like as soon as snow falls everybody forgets how to drive <laughs> those of you new listeners we hail from canada um and we hail in the center of the prairies here in Saskatchewan. And it's always cold. Except yeah. for when it's not, but... Yeah. It's either too hot or it's too cold. It's mm-hmm. never, like, a perfect medium. That's true. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so next week we're going to have an awesome episode of Nintendo, actually. We're going to bring you a little bit of the history, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of our favorite memories. You know, Kelsey will probably talk about 45 minutes of the episode, so... <laughs> it's a me! Mario, but yeah, <clears throat> oh boy, <clears throat> let me try that again. But I yeah, my first time talking. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, it, this is in honor of uh, Smash Bros coming out, the newest addition to the series next week. So, thought it was a well-timed episode. So, yeah, stay tuned for that one. Should be fun. Yeah. So, pretty much when I do the intros, I love to bring interesting facts and all this, like make us really talk right off the top. But I completely forgot it was my week to do it. So. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to throw it to Kelsey and what kind of interesting things he did with this week. Oh, thanks for uh, throwing me the hot potato over here. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to juggle it as, as quick as I can and then shoot her off to Simon. I'll get my oven mitts out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, actually, it was my staff Christmas party on the weekend and we uh, we went to the PBR, the Professional Bull Riding SS Tell Center. I'm glad you clarified that because when we were talking about this earlier this week, I wasn't sure at first. At first, I was thinking, "Oh, like Paps Blue Ribbon." I didn't know they had a yeah. uh, a brewery here. And then when you didn't, you know, when you didn't give me the like nod that that was it, I was like, "Oh, maybe it was the auction that he went to." We've got an auction out here. And yeah, called PBR, <laughs> the PBR right? auction. Yeah, turns out it was neither of those. The Pro Bull Riding uh, National Championships. Uh, it was a two day event, Friday night and Saturday night, held at Sastel Center. We went on Saturday night, which was. A final round. So every bull rider, I guess, had four rounds, mm-hmm. and they did the first two rounds on Friday, and they did the second two rounds on Saturday. Um, and it's very interesting. I um, was it your first rodeo at the rodeo? It was my <laughs> first rodeo. <laughs> I mean, it ain't my first rodeo for a lot of things, but this was actually my first rodeo. Oh, okay, or as long as I can remember, I think I went to an actual rodeo though, like years ago. When I was little, before they did the renovations to the stands at Sastel Center, um, when they just had that one opening where you mm-hmm. could just stand there. But they had more events. Like, they had, like, barrel racing then. They had, like, uh, roping. They had... Yeah, that, that's always my favorite. Whatever you... What, what is that thing when you have to, like, steer, when you have to, like, jump off and, like, tie up a steer or whatever? Oh, or? I don't know what it's called, but I understand what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and then with the rope and the... Yeah, yeah. and then they had yeah. the horse jumps, mm-hmm. and then they had, well, of course, bull riding. So it was like a full-fledged rodeo. This was just like an event, like mm-hmm. a main event. Yeah. It was great. Uh, it was great to see, I guess, there's some... Uh, Aaron Roy, he's like the national world champion of pro bull riding. He's probably broken every bone in his body twice. 
and still managed to somehow. Where's he from? Uh, Asquith here in Saskatchewan. Oh, very, really? Very close. Oh, yeah. Cool. And uh, he still managed to get on that bull and <laughs> let her buck. Honestly, <laughs> like does it work just, the other way? Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 But like, I don't want to. Hats off to this guy. I honestly do not understand or know how you could get back on a bull. These guys are savages. Eh? Like, yeah, it's like almost died because every time you get on that bull, you could die. There was several times where the bullfighters. So these are the guys that are that get in between the bull rider and the bull when they fall off the bull and they kind and they're protect like, the bull rider. They call them or they're, they're bull mat, Is that different than a matador? The guy, oh. they, they don't have capes. Do they? <laughs> they, they, do they have capes? They don't have the red no. cape. Yeah. Oh, okay. no, yeah. no, this ain't in Mexico. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, I know these guys don't make nearly enough money because you get on these bulls and you, every time you get on, you could die. Is mm-hmm. they kick you when they kick you off or you get off. They're still freaking flailing those hind legs. And one of those things takes you one one hit in the head, boom, done. Well, that's the thing is when they hit the ground, it's like it, when the hoofs are coming down yeah. on yeah, their face the or their yeah. chest or something well, like that. Yeah. It'll shatter your ribs. And one of the bullfighters, or matadors, as you would call them, uh, <laughs> almost got hit right in the chops and the head by one. And I was like, that was crazy. And actually, uh, the TSN turning point for me at this event yeah. was when... One of the bulls wasn't having any of it, so he the bull bucked or knocked bucked off, whatever you call it, the <laughs> the rider, mm-hmm. and then went after the horse because there's a horse, um, like Marshall that's in the are- like arena oh. that kind of can has a rope and will like guide the bulls back into the pens if oh, the bull isn't okay. going. So his bull wasn't having any of it. So not only does the bull try to kill everybody in the ring, but goes after the horse rams into the back of the horse and then the horse was starting to freak out and flip its hind legs and i thought they're trying to kick the rider off of the horse and like it was like it was exciting right hoot nanny (laughs) that's right hoot nanny is right and there's a lot of fireworks and everything lots of explosions you could have swore michael bay was involved in that (laughs) i've always yeah i've always wanted to go to calgary to see the stampede i've never not that like i'm not big into that type of stuff at all but it's always seemed like something you got to do at least once so gotta have your fried crickets or pizza or whatever it is yeah. is that a thing yeah. yeah oh man they have like just the greatest food like you probably <laughs> can't eat any of it yeah, but, uh, not, <laughs> so what else do you guys get up to this last week here? Uh, i watched the gray cup on sunday and yeah you did too watch... kelsey yeah you know it was pretty um I'll let Brent talk about it first, but yeah, because I didn't watch it at all this yeah. year. I I usually tune into the Grey Cup at least in I'll just the last few years. I've watched fact, more Riders games. The uh, television ratings were down twenty three percent, or twenty one or twenty three percent. Probably a, a good portion of that probably yeah. has to do with who was playing, I yeah. suppose. Hey, but yeah. so you got a new team and a not yeah. team. Brent, tell us about the Grey Cup. Well, yeah, I only watched till about like the end of the third quarter. It was just wasn't very good. And the game was like just boring, and the field conditions just were didn't allow it to be a great game. Whereas, like I kind of thought it could be a real high scoring game. It just couldn't because the ground uh, the ground was like frozen, so you the, oh, the turf was literally frozen. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Was so, it artificial turf or real? Yeah. Yeah, artificial turf. Okay. So everyone was just kind of slipping, siding. It was just a big disaster. And then yeah. by the time I got home. Saw what the first score was. Calgary was already winning, so it was like, "Well, this is even worse of a disaster." <laughs> yeah. So, it, it it was an all right game. I just I I understand why the television ratings are down. You know, when you don't have the riders in that game, mm-hmm. um, 
you don't have I mean football in general even NFL is down in ratings so it just doesn't really help it and they also didn't have like a great halftime show where I think you can get a lot of your outside fans. Yeah, who was it this year? I saw uh, Alessia, Alessia Cara. Yeah. Oh, right. You know, and she has a great voice, and I thought she did okay. But if you listen, sorry, and I'll apologize if I offend any Alessia Cara fans out there, but all of her songs sound the same. Like, she sounds the same in yeah. all of her songs. All right, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like Christina Aguilera, where they did that where they did that experiment where you just pick a different song and a different mm-hmm. tune and melody and plugged in different lyrics <laughs> to her songs and it all sounded the same. Yeah, I mean, sometimes at those halftime shows, they surprise. Like, yeah. was it, did, what did Lady Gaga, did she, she did, was it the she, CFL? No, she, no. well, or did, maybe was it she Super, did a while was it, ago. Was she but Super Bowl? She, I am pretty sure she would have done like a Super Bowl. I can't remember. I just, again, I wasn't probably watching it if uh, live, but I remember seeing something that she did, you know, and, and people were like surprised at how well it was, or maybe I'm just confusing it with, she's doing like a collab with Metallica. Hey, really? You guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't think, sure. Is it, it was, on the next album? Or? I wasn't sure if it was true or not. Cause like you follow, there's a bunch of phony baloney out there. Yeah. But yeah, I guess it is. I think as far as I'm aware, it's I, like, I know she's like collabed on some performances and stuff with them. And apparently, Oh, I heard actually a little bit of it and was like, Oh, it's actually kind of works pretty good. It's a neat blend. So yeah, sometimes those things surprise you, but I guess overall it was a forgettable great cup, I guess, depending on who you're a fan of, I guess. Yeah. what do you think else? Um, well, I, the way I saw it was two teams. There was a tale of two teams, I guess, both in the first half, both teams didn't really play very good because of the conditions. But then that stupid special teams play where Ottawa just forgot that they had to defend. Yeah. And that was a TSN turning point for me was when Calgary got that nine. I forget who it was, but he got a 97. It was a 97 yard punt return for a touchdown. Yeah. It just it like you could kind of feel like Ottawa could come back in that game. And then the second that return happened and then into the third quarter, Calgary gets the ball back. And then, yeah. I think Chris Cuthbert was the one who made the comment about uh, having turf shoes and then switching over to like cleats. Yeah. And I feel like Ottawa didn't do that the second half. I feel like, and then that almost can be a metaphor for the game plan. Like Calgary played better in the second half, but Ottawa, I feel like didn't change their game plan at all. And they played worse. And to be honest, Andrew or Andrew Harris, um, Trevor, Trevor Harris. Harris, thank you. Trevor Harris did not play good at all. Like I no. thought he was terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that's true. I I also think like his receivers, like he's got like a ton of talent there, and like Sinopoli and Ellingson. He's got Powell in the backfield. It's just it's really tough because like when you look at Powell, he's really good after like on yak yards, like yards after contact and stuff like that. Where it was just it's really tough in that kind of thing because. The second that they hit them, they're just going to gang up on them because they don't want anything to the outside. Or they're they're going to shut everything they can down. And he just, he seemed to have like a fairly effective game going into the third and then he fumbled and it just really hurt him. And then you look at Sinopoli, Ellenson, like none of those guys had outstanding games and no. Sinopoli was the top Canadian in the CFL. Yeah, uh, like Sinopoli... Going from like four or five years ago when he was a backup quarterback with Calgary, yeah, and then they converted him to a receiver. Like the guy, this guy is unreal. This like he's a great player, but yeah, he just he just didn't really come to play. It seemed, yeah, and it, then, it's actually uh, like when you brought that up, it's crazy how many quarterbacks you watch now 
that have turned into wide receivers are actually like really good receivers. Like our Monty Edwards out in Toronto used to be that when he was in college. There's the Cameron Marshall. Is it Nick Marshall? Uh, whichever one's the DB for uh, the, ri- the Riders. Yeah, it's either Nick or it's either Nick or Cam. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he Fact used check. to be in <laughs> Auburn, and he used to be quarterback there. And then you look at like Julian Edelman in the NFL, who used to be quarterback, and now he's one of the best. Like that guy's unbelievable. He used to be quarterback. That blows me away. Like he's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. It it it's it's pretty crazy how players are able to make that transition when you look at quarterback and it's not being athletic and they're not the most athletic players that are going into that position mm-hmm. that um that powell fumble that you or that you just reminded me of yeah <laughs> like you could tell he he was he was like skating on ice because when he ran 60 yards um vertical and instead of going the other way where in football you want to go from left to right instead of top to bottom like based on the camera angle he he! It was like he was on ice, and he just like slipped and coughed up the football. Like it was, it was it was brutal. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at uh, let's talk about the awards for a second. Um, so they always re- they always give out CFL awards. Yeah, so fun. they give out like a like most outstanding Canadian, most outstanding like everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just don't want to highlight on a couple of awards and know see what you guys think or whoever paid attention. So. Chris Jones, for those of you who don't know, he's the uh, head coach and general manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, and he was nominated for Coach of the Year, and he ended up winning. Now, I'm happy he won because he took a shit show from three years ago and turned him into a competitive contender relatively quickly. Granted, there, he had to make a lot of people angry and a lot of people hate him <laughs> to do that. But he always said, I'm out here to win football games and not make friends. Yeah. So that's what he did. And I, I love that philosophy. It's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to win football games. Granted, we Rodgers still have a few issues, but there was way less than when he took over, um, than when he, when he started anyway. I think they've pretty much exceeded most people's expectations this year didn't they i mean yeah i didn't think they were going gonna... into the season it wasn't looking like a playoff team really was no. it? no well not really or at least not, not a great really. contender. They, they, no yeah. well they had a really, like a really good offense like that was still an offense i was returning uh naming roosevelt deron carter mm-hmm. i mean they had a bunch of like unknown guys who didn't really know what they could be and honestly like the defense last year was all right but i thought this year they were Maybe like they were dominant. Well, it was all defense this year. Yeah, I was. Yeah, really... because the quarterback doesn't know how to play football, probably. <laughs> and he's one concussion away from being like forgetting who he is forever. Mm-hmm. Zach Caleros, for those of you who don't know, mm-hmm. um, and then our backup quarterback wasn't that much better. So what other Bridge. awards? So yeah, Chris Jones won Coach of the Year award, which a lot of people were upset about. Didn't think. And now this is here the stipulation. It should be like possibly. Now, if your team doesn't at least go far in the playoffs or win the Great Cup, should you even be considered for an award uh, of that stature? And so that that's a, that's an open-ended question. It mm-hmm. doesn't need to be answered right now, but whatever you... Yeah, I won't get into a discussion, but yeah. I think you should but be able to. But if any, yeah. any of the listeners want to chime in on that and mm-hmm. send us an email, mm-hmm. that would be great. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe as well while you're at it. Um, 
So the other awards that I wanted to talk about were the ones that were given in the Grey Cup. So there's the most valuable player, and then there's the most outstanding Canadian. So the most valuable player, obviously, was given to Bo Levi Mitchell, who, without a doubt, deserved that award. Played great. Granted, he threw two uh, three interesting interceptions throughout the game, but that's uh, typical for Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> uh, lots of ego, big talk, and then just throws up at rainbows. But uh, he he played really well. Um, was able to overcome adversity there and rally his boys. And uh, props to him. He played had a great season. He played really well. Now, the most outstanding Canadian was given to a guy by the name of Lamar Durant. This is this one. I don't I, I don't think he should have won. Granted, I whatever the criteria is, it might be for the game, but. It, it, it is purely yeah, just the game. Just the yeah. game. But yeah, yeah. when you look at it, and you look at his story, sure, he overcame a big injury and didn't think he'd ever play again. But I'm looking at this as uh, somebody who plays for more than just the game. And the person who should have got the award, in my opinion, was Alex Singleton. And he didn't. Um, now, Alex Singleton, for those of you who don't know, uh, has a sister who's got Down syndrome. And every game, he plays for her. He put and he is so much into his family, and you could tell when when they hoisted the Grey Cup. Uh, the first thing he did was give it to his sister, and to me, that's just a heartwarming story. And I just, if you look at Alex Singleton throughout the whole year, he's uh, going to be going to the NFL next year, I believe, so he won't be back. Mm-hmm. That guy single handedly took over the Calgary defense. He was their best player on the defensive end. He was all. He was a big threat. Every time Saskatchewan faced him, he was a big threat. So, a lot of people say, "Well, Lamar Durant played better in the game." Yes, he probably did. But for me, I would have given it to Alex Singleton, where he possibly played his very last CFL game. So, do you want to give it to him just because he's a better story and not because of the game? See, I think they should change. I think they should change. They should possibly change the award. Or it just sounds like it needs to be a separate award, like the. Well, or well, they then, should well, make an additional. Would, wouldn't award. it just be like he would be just the best defensive player of the or year? That, yeah, yeah. Like there yeah. is that award. There like, is, and yeah. I don't think I don't know who won that one, so I have to be fact check on that one. But <laughs> maybe oh, he won. <laughs> maybe he did. But you know what? I'm just I'm just upset because I think he should have won mm-hmm. that award. That would have been just a sweet cherry on the cake <laughs> um, for sending him off to his. Hopefully, long, successful, illustrious NFL career. And if he doesn't make it, well, Saskatchewan needs some players. So come on back to Saskatchewan. So we were going to talk a little bit about binge watching today and binging on general in, I guess, TV shows, video games, movies. I don't know if I'm forgetting your books, I guess. None of us are massive readers, but... I like to binge on Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, that's a whole other... Food's a whole other category. We won't get into that. But yeah, this is more... I think we were looking at like TV shows. And so <laughs> I crushed through another video game, I guess is probably relevant Holy, here. So well, we were talking you. about it last week. And this one was a, this was an easy, easy job. I, I finished Abzu uh, the, actually just last night. Um, I must say I enjoyed that one. Not not near as much as Ori that we were talking about last week as well, but definitely worth a play. Probably, I think I maybe had two hours into it, two and a half hours. It was a pretty short playthrough, but 
another one with a really good soundtrack actually that the soundtrack probably made the game for me because uh, to look at it's actually pretty cool it's another game that's like got its own unique art style and and they go they do a lot to like help bring the not realism but like the immersion of being in the ocean with all the fish and everything like that so that was pretty cool but and had kind of one of those like storylines where like nothing really makes a whole lot of sense things just kind of happen and you're like solving puzzles but it all kind of comes together at the end so it was fun enjoyed that and so now i'm on to hollow knight which was recommended to me by a buddy so i'm i haven't even installed it yet but it I was just, recommended to me too actually not oh, to mention it? it yeah yeah i know a few people that have played it and it has like incredible ratings too so that's another it's another uh what do you call it uh metroidvania game so yeah metroid yeah. castlevania combined yeah yeah so I'll give that a go this week, and I think that one's a lot longer game, so I'll probably be at that for a while, but looking forward to that. But, nice. But I know you were on a uh, Lord of the Rings binge the other day, Brent. Yeah. Um, on Friday, me and a couple friends went out and uh, had a good time, and mm-hmm. Saturday morning, I wasn't feeling so hot, so I thought I'd go through the first Lord of the Rings, and then when I got through that one, I was like, well... I'm here now, so I might as well go through the other two. Quick question for you. Regular edition or extended edition? Extended. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Right By the on. time you're done, is ready to go ready to go to bed again. <laughs> uh well we had like soccer later that night, so yeah. I kind of stopped the last one. I had about two epi- or two hours left. So <laughs> yeah. by the time I got home I had a late night. But a big commitment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean we we we've all done that one before. I remember when I wa- first watched like uh the first Avengers came out. I watched all the like previous ones. Like, I, I think the you have to include the Hulk, mm-hmm. and then you go Iron Man, and then I can't remember from there. But there's like Thor, yeah, then Iron Man two. Mm-hmm. When Captain you say America. the Hulk, do you mean the Incredible Hulk or the Eric Bana Hulk? The Incredible Hulk, the okay. one with uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. I think like right at the end there, there's the one where Robert Downey Jr. comes into the bar and. That's like the first real known thing of yeah. the Avengers. Because if you're going to say the Eric Vanna Hulk of like 2002, the boss at the end, he literally fights a cloud and yeah. gets beat up by a cloud. Like, yeah. So not so Hulk, not so strong. I, I remember, Hulk. remember the time we tried to binge the Star Wars movies Yeah, as a group? That was, that's a, that's a big ask, especially, I mean, it's easy to do four, five, six, but then once you get into Yeah, it, like, well, we started. Oh, did one, we start two, at one? Yeah, we started oh, we one, did. two, three. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it was demoralizing yeah. at the beginning there. Yeah. We forgot, I forgot just how bad episode two is. Yeah. The, I think we got through like two and then I was yeah. like, wow, I am tapping out right yeah. now. It's, and actually, yeah, maybe we didn't, I think I might've just rewatched four, five, six at home, but we watched the new one after that, which was a little better at least. So, or well, the new one at the time, which was episode seven, I think. But, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's funny when we were talking about binging in general, I did a little bit of a little bit of Googling, which I'll talk about in a couple of minutes here. But like, do you guys is if you're if you find a show you like on Netflix, do you just crush through it or you space it out? No, I, I crush like yeah. American Vandal season two. I watched in two days. Yeah. And it's like 13 or something episodes. It's just. Oh man. And then like even like Oh man, what other shows have I watched? Uh Atypical was one off Netflix that I watched. And mm-hmm. yeah, I honestly if if it's a show that I'll go and I can go to like midnight and get like a good chunk done, then I'm just gonna go through it. Like, well and, and and I don't I don't have cable. Do you guys have cable? You do. Yeah, I do. I just have the basic mm-hmm. cable and then the sports packages. But do you watch any 
like weekly television shows that no. aren't sports on no. cable? Like I can't say, well, I don't have cable, but I yeah, almost feel like that's a downward trend now. I feel like our parents still do, mm-hmm. but like anybody, our generation, I feel like doesn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only reason I have cable now is mostly just to watch hockey. Yeah. Exactly. And so. like, you don't even need that anymore because mm-hmm. you can get Sportsnet now and Rogers Game Center, like, and NHL demand. Center yeah. Ice. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, to watch yeah. all your hockey needs. Right? Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I like I sat down and watched the first season of Game of Thrones in one sitting. It was ten hours. My eyes were pretty <laughs> sore after that. Mm-hmm. But Brent, you just you just uh, announced my New Year's Eve and New Year's Day plans because I'm a loser and don't have any friends. So I sit on, on New Year's Eve on my couch and I binge all three Hobbits, extended editions, by the way, because I'm not a pleb. Um, and I order a pizza and yeah, get down to business. And then I have leftovers the next day and I watch all three Lord of the Rings. There you go. And it's I love those movies. I watch them every year and they'll never get old to me. Um, Howard, it's just they're, they're complete. They complete me, and yeah. the, just the music's great, the story's great, the action's great, the universe is great. And if I were to pick where I would live in Middle Earth, I would have to say out of the Misty Mountains, uh, because I think it'd be pretty cool to live in illustrious <laughs> dwarven riches, or Erebor, which would be this is known as the Lonely Mountain, which would be great as well, or. Honestly, pretty much everywhere except Mordor, because like it's like stinky and oh, yeah. very very hot, and like you need air conditioning. And I don't think they had air conditioning back then, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, unless Gandalf was around. But depending on what age, yeah, but it always looks cold and rainy wherever they are. So that's true. Yeah. There's a lot of walking too. So yeah, I need a horse because uh, <laughs> if any testament, there's a lot of walking. The clerks. The Clerks parody Lord of the Rings to a T. They do it perfectly. Um, if any of you haven't seen The Clerks, it's a cult classic. You need to go check it out. Um, yeah. And one other thing I like to binge is like the Marvel stuff. I like to sit and watch four or five episodes at a time. I go and sit and binge the Trailer Park Boys and watch all of those. And then um, I, one show I did watch, and it took me like a whole week to get through all of them. But the first four seasons of The 100... TV show was, was on Netflix and I sat down and I watched like this was like in the summer when I was laid off and didn't do anything besides sit on my couch and eat Doritos mm-hmm. I uh yeah I watched the 100 and all four seasons 53 episodes 52 episodes nice. 52 hours or whatever Jeez. and so that like not in one sitting obviously because I need to like go sleep and get up yeah. and poop and whatnot but <laughs> it's uh I haven't seen I haven't seen yeah. that's a like a drama show, isn't it? That it's a is sci-fi. That? A sci-fi, yeah. Science fiction. I haven't seen that one, but it reminded me. You remember that? Maybe that game's still going. That game show. What was it called? It was like one hundred versus one. Is that what it was called? Or one versus one hundred? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to enlighten like, me. I don't one, think I've heard no, this. No, no, no. It's like one versus one hundred. Whatever it was, and yeah. Then you had to like outsmart. Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. still going? It must not be. I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like I played it because you played it online, right? Like in a browser. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. That was some years ago, but I remember. I just remember like you had to try and. I just somehow... remember there was like, is it Ken Jennings who did like super good on Jeopardy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because he was on that game one time, right. and it was like the first question, and he got it wrong. And it was like immediately eliminated. Oh yeah, but there was like, or maybe okay, so yeah, maybe it wasn't 
for everyone to play, but you could play along online or something yeah, like you could that. Probably play just, along. But I think there's a way to win money too by doing that. But I, I, I this was yeah, probably ten years ago. I don't know. I, man, like knowing your trivia skills here. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I never <laughs> never did very well. Yeah. This is just like the same as what was the app that got all popular this year? Um, HQ. Yeah, HQ. I haven't played that in a while. Have yeah. You played in a while? I, oh I played sports like not too long ago and then I got to all the way to eleven. Oh yeah. Like Sports is the one I can like do very well in. The rest mm-hmm. is like just a disaster. It's because it, well, honestly, it just stops. I find that app stops giving me notifications every once in a while. I'm just going to open it right while we're sitting right here so that it notifies me tomorrow when I remember to play. Because it, it'll notify me like now and then I think mm-hmm. it'll notify you again at like eight at night. But. Oh, well, the next game's in 59 minutes. So we'll tune in after we're done, see how far we get. We'll update the audience here. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, another good uh, binge one kind of to bring up is probably our Twitch stream that we're going to be doing for Christmas. Oh, this is true. Good call. Yeah. So every, well, not every year. Well, Shameless yeah. plug. Every year going forward, because we started last year and decided it'll be an annual event. So last year, um, a group of friends of us, are, we kind of got to know each other through a soccer team that we play on. And so last year we decided to try and do a little bit of something to give back at Christmas. And we decided to do a charity video game stream. And so it was something we threw together fairly last minute, but still managed to raise a couple hundred bucks for a local charity. And so we decided we're going to get even bigger and better this year. And we haven't decided the exact schedule yet, but we will be sure to let everyone know what it's going to be. But I think we're aiming to do a 24-hour stream to to cap the whole thing off. So that should be a lot of fun. And we would definitely encourage everyone to listen in and please donate. And we'll have more information about the charity and the schedule for there may be a couple of streams we'll see how ambitious we get but should be a good time i think yeah but on the topic of binging i did i was saying a couple minutes ago i did a little bit of googling uh this week and found some interesting studies and so on the topic of netflix as well um they did a, a survey last year i guess and they found that 61 percent of people watch uh two to six episodes of a show regularly in a sitting and so and, and I think of that, 73% of those people had positive feelings towards binge watching. So it was, it's clearly something that people are okay with and is more the norm than not. So Well, I just, just to interrupt you there quick before you get into all these other f- interesting facts. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand sitting on your couch and watching an episode and then I'm saying... And then I'm leaving like a cliffhanger oh. ending. And yeah. then you have to wait an entire damn week yeah. before the next one. Like, it's like... No, yeah. give me this and now. So yeah, this study um, that, that referenced that Netflix uh, survey actually touched on that, which is kind of neat. And, and they uh, went into the fact on how just like if you're you know, addicted to any number of other things, uh, when you're watching a show that you're really engaged in, your brain's producing dopamine, right? Which is what, what gives that pleasure to the brain and is like, gives you that addictive, almost like drug-like addiction to a TV show. And so, of course, you know, the best... TV shows leave you with that massive cliffhanger at the end. And so they were talking about like, oh, how do you manage, you know, how do you, how do you not, you know, watch one more episode when you see, look at the clock and it's midnight. And so they suggested, oh, like watch halfway through an episode and, and cut it off there. Cause then, you know, you've watched enough to see what happened. Like they've recapped on last week's, you know, cliffhangers and, and sorted that out, but not introduced the current week's cliffhangers. But I don't know that I could ever do that. I feel like I need to finish an episode. Well, that yeah. that's just it. You just touched on something else that I cannot do it just like it's goes against every grain in my body mm-hmm. once you start an episode finish it once you start a movie mm-hmm. finish it I, I know so many people who like will watch a movie and will like get through 45 minutes of it and then they'll just go to bed it's like <laughs> well why did you start the movie then if you're just gonna go to bed halfway through you lose that rush you wake up and it's like oh 
Unless it's Ooh. really, really bad, I guess. Yeah, yeah, unless, but it's very rare. Like maybe two percent of the time, mm-hmm. if not less. There's, there's one on Netflix is like Ozark, where it's like I had a lot of friends like recommend it to me, and I watched the first episode and I like powered through it because I just wasn't loving it. Then I got like a couple through the sec- second episode and it's just like, mm-hmm. man, this is such a struggle. Like, how do people like this show? Yeah, but I, I, I think it's one that I'm gonna have to give another shot to for sure. Yeah. So they also. We're looking at some of the ways or reasons that people binge watch shows in general. So one was that sort of dopamine high. The other was identification with characters. And so like a lot of the time for and I can identify with this when you get into a show and you might pick a character out of the show that for whatever reason you either really identify or or they get the best of your curiosity. And so you want to see what's coming next. You want to see what happens with the character. right? And, and, And so that I think has to do a lot. Uh, with why people you know continue watching episode after episode just to see what's going to happen next with the character and and the last reason they kind of touched on was was stress relief if or stress blocking out I guess and so I you know for that, a lot yeah. of people yeah if, you know life your life's generally stressful or whatever reason you're having a rough day <laughs> sitting down and crushing eight episodes of house well it's got to be stressful right now being an Edmonton Oilers fan like mm-hmm. life is pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't go into, obviously, there's, that's a two-sided debate, you know, sitting down and watching 10 hours of TV may not always be the best thing for you, but they were just looking at some of the factors of what's causing people to binge shows, and, and so that was kind of neat. And then I also stumbled on this uh, peer-reviewed study, uh, or journal that, uh, from last year as well, that was looking at what are the effects of binge-watching TV shows. And so they did this study where I think they had like 51 people broken down into three groups. And one of the groups watched, uh, it was the, I didn't write the name of the show down, but it was a six-episode show. And one of the groups watched one episode every week. The next group watched one episode every day, six days in a row. And then the last group watched all six episodes in a, in a, like a single session. And it was a, constro- or a controlled environment. They were in like this, studio chamber I don't know what you want to call it by themselves and they had just a screen in front of them they couldn't bring their cell phone in there there was like three minute breaks between each episode if they were in the sequential watching group no distractions essentially and then after they finished the last episode whenever that was for each group they immediately gave them or I think it was yeah it was immediately gave them like a comprehension test to see you know if they understood what was going on in the show they also it made them hit the space bar, I think, on the computer in front of them during the show to prove that they were... I think they had to hit the space bar every time somebody took a drink or lit a cigarette or something. So just so they knew that people were watching along. And, and nobody actually ended up having to get you know, like kicked out of the study because they screwed up too much or something. So, but they, so they wrote this test and then they wrote the day... 24 hours later, they wrote a, like a memory uh, retention test to see like, you know, in episode four when so-and-so said this like what did they get delivered in their mailbox or something right and then they had another test a week later and then the third test 140 days after watching the show and they measured you know what they got right and and what the retention levels were from one test to the next and it was interesting because they found that the people that binge watched the show had the highest um, recollection of what happened 24 hours after compared to the the other two groups but then that trailed off like diminished the fastest compared to the other groups so the groups that watched it once a week actually diminished less they had a lower comprehension to begin with but they that re, kind of re, was more retained 
than the other groups. It was kind of interesting. And then the other interesting side of it was the they also asked people what was your overall enjoyment of the show? How well did you, or how much did you enjoy it? And the people that binge watched it actually enjoyed it less than those that watched it um it, it like spaced out which i thought was kind of interesting and that was that is interesting yeah. yeah they touched on you know there could be a number of reasons like one if you're gonna sit down and crush six hours of a show you know maybe you're going to grab a popcorn or something in between or layered know, with butter kicking back on your you know lazy boy or something not cooped up in a controlled room without your cell phone and whatever else so that maybe had something to do with it but it was interesting to to show that overall Maybe it isn't the best way to get a good opinion on a show, but the other side of it that they touched on was, well, people generally get more salty if Netflix or whoever doesn't release all episodes of a show oh, at once, yeah. right? Because yeah. if people just want to keep watching, right? Whoa. So, so they they figure that maybe that's what's that is almost more important to the networks and stuff is to just I, have it all released at once. I hated when Netflix was pulling this uh, regular mainstream TV shit. <laughs> oh, stay tuned for yeah. next week's episode. Yeah. No, or, give or, me the damn show now. The worst was when, cause they, they do this on a couple shows where they'll do, they also give the break too. So then you get like one episode and then you have like a two week break and then you get your, Next one. Oh, yeah, just like yeah. that. I mean, it's probably, I imagine, because they're filming or something, right? But uh, I don't know. No, I Not think it's because some of them are CW products, too. Oh. Freaking CW pulling yeah. Supernatural on Netflix. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, that's kind of, I'm crushing House right now. I am so into House. I'm on season five right now. That I is a very that. good show. And, yeah, I saw something else there. They were saying, like, people average generally a season a week on shows that they're binge-watching, which I think seems to fit in about right when I'm really into something. I mean, some weeks you just have no time, and you don't get far in something. But I have been crushing house lately, and I feel like I could have that done before the end of the year here. So I would highly recommend. You guys ever watch that show? Uh, yeah, actually. I used to watch episodes with uh, our mutual friend, Jeff. Oh, yeah. Um, back in the day when we were still in high school and he actually got me into that show um and so yeah i do remember watching it when i was younger but i haven't seen any episodes since it's got a couple you know it's got its ups and downs and some of the same running jokes that wear out but overall Hugh Laurie is a great actor though he's fantastic so so i didn't this is how little i know about actors but i didn't know until i was watching some interview the other day (laughs) he he doesn't he has a british accent (laughs) <laughs> I didn't know that. I, th- I thought he was an American. So, well, you yeah, know, yeah. like it's good, that, interesting that you point that out because, yeah. like, growing up here, it's like, man, why does that guy sound American, like in a movie, but then he sounds like he's from the UK when he's not in a movie? Mm-hmm. And you do a Google, mm-hmm. holy crap, yeah. this guy's from the UK. And so, I guess, like, we all we often forget, or at least I maybe I'm just naive and mm-hmm. forget that. Not everybody has the same accent, right? Mm-hmm. And so for us, this is a natural, whereas mm-hmm. Europeans and those from Britain or whatnot. I'd be curious to know if, like, to me, I, there was never a, like, whiff of it coming through in his dialogue. So I'd be curious, though, to know, you know, just like we may, a British actor putting on a Canadian dialect or accent, you may, we may be able to pick it out. I'd be curious to know if people back home were able to pick his accent out of you know sneaking through any of his words but yeah it certainly didn't i i feel like maybe i did know that at some point but i completely forgot about when i was watching did you know I, colin farrell is irish no yeah no that either and yeah. like uh it's crazy because he's got a very good american accent when he's in movies and whatnot mm-hmm. but then yeah he's irish he's awesome when you watch venom where did you think tom hardy was from 
Um, good question. I got to think back to that was a month or two ago now. Oh, I don't know. We got to take you to another movie, Simon. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, probably thought he was American, but I don't know. English. Is he? Yeah, yeah, he's very English. Yeah. He's awesome. Oh, I love mm. Tom Hardy. Oh, man. One where, like, the one actress where the the accent does seep through is Rachel Taylor. Um, she's the kind of like uh, the sidekick in Jennifer Jones or Jessica Jones. Um, Jennifer Jones. Yeah, that's a curler <laughs> from Team Manitoba here. Uh, Jessica Jones, uh, this Rachel Taylor actress. She's from Australia and she, um, yeah, her accent, like mm-hmm. she puts on an American accent, but you can tell she's from Australian because yeah. there's lots of, you know, and stuff like this. And so like yeah. you can definitely tell that <laughs> well, she's of- trying very hard not to have her Australian accent yeah. seep through. Speaking of curling, you guys see that thing last week with the oh, Canadian, yeah, they, was it the Canadian men's team or something? Uh, no, was it was it? Uh, mostly team uh, Northwest Territories and then I think also Ryan Fry off of Northern Ontario. Yeah, they got kicked, oh, well, kicked, kicked out of a Red Deer Bonspiel or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, uh, I love the oatmeal and the onion or whatever. Yeah. And they released an article the next day. Uh, curling team gets kicked out for having one too t- t- less yeah. beer. I mean, there's probably beer. like literally nothing more Canadian than getting kicked out of like a curling. Yeah, beer. it sounds like they were kind so of funny. like assholes about it, like punched holes in the well, walls. Well, Jamie and- Cooey, who is the skip of Northwest Territories, mm-hmm. he's he would he's the only one who sat out that game because he knew he was too, too oh. drunk to keep going. Yeah, because uh, I read that whole article. I'm like, yeah. what? This is crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was too bad. There was kind of like the sour side of the story where you know they were trashing stuff because if it was just they got kicked out for being plastered then it would have been just yeah a good classic canadian boys curling story but <laughs> but yeah. that was kind of comical all right so what do you guys think maybe that's a good place to wrap rep for the week uh-huh so thanks everyone again for listening and just a reminder again to subscribe these, these outros get better and better every week don't they <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah okay. reminder I'm to subscribe if you haven't already and if you have Thank you very much. Nailed yeah. it. Bop that subscribe button. Bop that sub. And you can follow us on Facebook at Weekly Wind Down or Twitter at the WWD Show or on Instagram at the Weekly Wind Down. And well, that's it because we don't do any of those newfangled social medias because we're just not that hip. No, we're, you know, we're trying. Wait, there's a we're almost going to be 30. Media? I don't know. Isn't I don't know what people are doing nowadays. Oh. We don't dare try and embarrass ourselves further here. So well, I'll uh, leave everyone here with the dad joke of the week. So did you guys hear about the cheese factory that exploded in France? No. There's nothing left but debris. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) That's funny.